Hello, friend. Thank you so very much for listening to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast today. I am evangelist Micah McCurry. I can't thank you enough for being a part of our listening family to this radio program. I've got to ask you, though, would you pray for me and for my family? We have someone that is near and dear to our hearts, that is on the verge of entering glory. Yesterday on the broadcast, we talked about a gospel track called Comfort in Time of Loss. Now, that's a gospel track for you or for a friend to pass out to those that have maybe lost a loved one or a family member. But today, I'm going to talk about one called Peace in Terminal Illness. Both Comfort in Time of Loss and Peace in Terminal Illness were written by our founder, evangelist Paul Levine, and he wrote both of them within about two years of him passing away. Here's what he said in this gospel tract called Peace and Terminal Illness. On June 29th, 1995, a doctor said to me, you have cancer. It spread to your spine and your ribs. He said, so I know how you feel if you have a terminal illness. No one can be fully prepared to receive that kind of report. At first, the news is so shocking you can't realize the full meaning of it. You walk oftentimes out of the doctor's office in a daze. It's devastating. Unless you know that you will go straight to heaven when you leave this life. But can we really know that for sure? That's the first paragraph or two of this gospel tract. And I'd like to invite you to order some of your own. If you have someone maybe a lost family member, maybe someone that's just so dear to your heart and your life, and maybe you know somebody that could benefit by reading this gospel tract. Maybe they don't know Christ as their eternal Lord and Savior, but you'd like for them to know. This might be the way that God brings them to a saving knowledge of himself. You see, the only true way to have peace in terminal illness is not to have all of your affairs in order, not to have your inheritance and all the the things with your will all set up and those matters of, of materials. No, no. The only true way to have peace is to know that heaven will be your eternal home once we take our last breath here below. And so if you'd like to, you can go to BibleTracksInc.org. That's our website, BibleTracksInc.org, and you can order some of this gospel tract today. If I can, though, be a help by praying for you, in just a moment, we are going to pause, and we're going to ask God to bless our broadcast today. But if I can pray for you, whether it's a public prayer request or a private prayer request, if I can partner with you in prayer, it seems like Every time that we put a special emphasis on prayer for Bible Tracks Incorporated, God just does amazing works. And so we're going to pray here in just a moment. But if you have a prayer request you'd like to pass along to me, you can text it to me at 309-316-7240. You can also email it to prayer, P-R-A-Y-E-R, prayer at BibleTracksInc.org. But again, that text number is, very slowly, ready? 309-316-7240. Please, 
feel free to share a prayer request with me. I'd love to bring it to the Lord in prayer, even if it's an unspoken one that you wouldn't even want to tell me about. You just have a burden on your heart. I'd love to pray for you. Now, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Pray for yourself. Pray for this broadcast. Pray that God speaks to you through what we talk about today. But then pray for someone else as well. God, we thank you for this privilege that you've granted us of being your children. If we accept free salvation, Lord, we know that heaven can be our home and that you are our Father. But Lord, there are still often difficulties that we face down here. The loss or potential loss of a loved one or friend could be one of those things. And I'm sure there are many listening under the sound of my voice right now that are staring a situation like that in the face. God, I ask that you would, of course, be the great physician that we know you are. But would you be wonderful, mighty, the counselor that we know you are to us? Would you be the prince of peace? We need the peace that passeth all understanding that only comes from you, God. Thank you so much for these few moments of prayer. Bless the radio broadcast to follow. In your son's name we pray, amen. Now we are in the book of Nehemiah, chapter number 8. Of course, remember, Nehemiah was the quote-unquote general contractor. He helped God's people, the Israelites, build the walls of Jerusalem because they were broken down in bad repair. And in Nehemiah chapter 8, the walls have been built, the doors have been put up, and now they're having something of a revival service, if you want to call it that. We talked about the people's desire. We noticed the people's desire to learn more about God, to hear from God's man out of God's book in Nehemiah chapter 8, verse number 1. Let's read Nehemiah 8, verses 1 and 2. The Bible says, and all the people gathered themselves together as one man into the street that was before the water gate. And they spake unto Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded to Israel. And verse number two, Ezra the priest brought the law before the congregation, both of men and women, and all that could hear with understanding upon the first day of the seventh month. Let's read verse number three just for a little, little bit more context. And he read therein before the street that was before the water gate from the morning until midday before, and get this next phrase, the men and the women and those that could understand and the ears of all the people were attentive unto the book of the law. Now, yesterday, again, we noticed the people's desire. But today, would you look at the fact that God and salvation are not just for one particular group of people? God doesn't love me more than he loves you. He doesn't love you more than he loves me. He doesn't love people from a particular country more than he loves those from another. He doesn't love people with a specific skin tone more than he loves any others. He doesn't love one gender more than he loves others. Here in this verse, we see that God's book and God's man read God's word before the men and the women. 
Now, I'm not going to extrapolate too far because this is this is a completely biblical concept. All we have to do is look as far as John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. See, that verse doesn't say God so loved the world except for you fill in the blank. No, God so loved the world. That means you and you and you and you and you and you and you. God so loved everyone, red and yellow, black and white, as that little kid's song says men and women the young and the old he loves everyone equal opportunity salvation i'm i'm so glad that my wife even though she's a female she can get saved she can accept christ i'm so glad that me even though i'm a male I can accept Christ. I'm so glad that my ethnicity, now I think I've mentioned this in, in broadcasts past, but by blood, I have a little bit of Asian ancestry. My mom is half Korean. And now I don't know if this is a genetic thing. I don't know if this is just the way she was raised, you know, nurture versus nature, all those types of things. My mom is a phenomenal cook. Now she can make all kinds of Asian cuisine, but then she can make almost anything besides that Italian, Mexican, standard American fare, barbecue, you name it. She can make just about everything. I'm so glad that the fact that I am quarter Korean and let's see what else. I'm technically half Jewish by blood. Both my mom and my dad are half Jewish. And so I get a little bit of that as well. And then that other quarter is just more mutt, I guess you could call it. I'm some, I guess I get some, uh, some uh, Scottish and some Irish, ergo the name McCurry. And I have all these things mixed together, and there's no single part of me that God doesn't love. There's no part of me that God says, uh, I have to reject you because you have this sort of ancestry, this sort of ethnicity. No, no, no. God loves you regardless of your background. God loves you regardless of who your parents are. It doesn't matter what state or what country you were born in. It doesn't matter if you are a he or a she. God loves you. And these people, these men and women in the book of Nehemiah, chapter number eight, they all had the opportunity to listen to the marvelous word of God. Let me read it for you again. And all the people gathered themselves together as one man into the street that was before the water gate. And they spake unto Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded to Israel. And Ezra the priest brought the law before the congregation, both of men and women, and all that could hear with understanding upon the first day of the seventh month. The question for you right now, though, is this. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Do you understand that no matter what anyone else has told you about how unlovely they thought you were, no matter what uh, words of, of hatred or vitriol or angst or irritation anyone has ever directed your way, God loves you. For God so loved the world. And in that Venn diagram of the entire world, you, that small little dot that represents you, God loved you so much that he gave his son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So I've got to ask you, friend, man, woman, boy or girl, senior citizen or middle-aged, no matter what skin tint you have today, can I tell you that God loves you? The question is, do you understand that? 
Have you ever accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? Nothing you've ever done to this point has ever or will ever preclude you from being able to accept the free gift of his son. Do you understand that you and I, that we're sinners, but that Jesus Christ paid the penalty, that penalty of spending eternity in hell, Jesus Christ with his shed blood paid the penalty so we would not have to suffer the sin and shame of our past. Can I tell you, Jesus loves me, this I know. And he loves you too. If you'd like more information, the announcer in just a moment will let you know how you can contact us. You can send us a note in the mail, an email, call us on the phone if we can be a help to you. My name is Mike McCurry, and I would love to talk to you about this most important of concepts. The fact that Jesus loves you, no matter who you are or where you came from. Equal opportunity salvation. I hope you'll accept it if you haven't already today. Have a great day for his glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.